Welcome to this week's edition of the Property Buyer and Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Hume, and I'm here to take you through the very latest news and views, hints, tips, and tricks to help you on your property journey. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Property Buyer and Sellers Podcast. How are you? What we find happens when the market is as tough as it is today is that people seek out information. And the most common question we get is, what is happening? What's it like out there? Are you still selling houses? Are people still renting houses? Are they queuing outside of your door for rental accommodation? Uh, Are price falls dramatic? These are the sorts of questions we get daily now. And it's understandable. People are worried. They're worried about their own mortgages. They're worried about the country. They're worried about the future of their children. They're worried about their rental assets. They're worried whether they should get into rental. And the interesting thing is that all of these things lead to one thing is how can we best protect ourselves for the future, given what is going on and where it's going on? And it's very hard to know, isn't it? It's very scary out there. What I can tell you is people are still registering to buy and people are still registering to sell, albeit in much lower numbers. And that's understandable given the current economy. Uh, We'll go through today's headlines as usual. But as far as the market's concerned, generally, what we're finding is rents are still rising on a total and fundamental lack of supply, the likes of which I've never seen in 30 years. Uh, This year alone, in some of the prime spots in London, rents have risen by as much as 20%. And there seems to be no end to it because there's no supply. And now with the Renters Reform Act coming and the insistence on a C rating or above from 2025 or 2028, depending on whether it's a new letter or existing, uh, plus many other things such as Section 24, Many landlords have been put off and many of those landlords are taking the opportunity to sell up. And that on top of an already lack of new building and new properties available to rent for that reason means that the rental market looks set to continue to rise for the foreseeable future. And as far as the local authority lets are concerned and housing benefit, particularly people that are using Uh, housing credits from the local authority in order to top up their housing or indeed pay for their housing, there's a big problem. And the problem is the disconnect between what the local authority are prepared to pay and what the current rates are. And this is causing many of those to be excluded from the property market. In my view, we need to build what the old fashioned council housing or get housing associations building very, very quickly. And this is something we lack for many years. And I don't see the problem resolving itself by the government forcing more and more landlords away with these draconian plans that they're looking to bring in uh, in order to make landlords comply in more and more directions. Uh, The difficulty particularly being the Renters Reform Act. There's nothing particularly onerous about it, but the big thing that they're taking away is the thing that started off investment in UK property. And that was back in the late 80s when they brought in the Housing Act of 1988, which was actually made into law in, I think, 92. And it allowed landlords for the first time to serve a thing called a Section 21 notice, meaning that for the first time, landlords could recover properties that they'd invested in by giving no reason why they wanted possession. Under the new Renters Reform Act rules, they would need to give a reason why they want to evict the tenants. The problem with this, although it seems innocent enough and fair enough on the surface, is that landlords don't generally want their properties back. They want the tenants to stay put, pay their rent, behave and be happy. And often Section 21 is used for a variety of reasons where a discretionary ground, meaning that a notice could be served, 
but it might be kicked out by a judge. And when it might be kicked out by a judge, it probably will be. So a discretionary ground is not one that you want to rely on in court. And Section 21 gave them a degree of certainty and a fast track way of obtaining possession. Now, the Renters Reform Act takes away that right and is supposed to be strengthening Section 8 grounds in order to replace it with reasonable grounds. But if it doesn't, then it will scare away more landlords from an already falling supply sector. What we need is to encourage landlords into the sector, not discourage them away from the sector, because that will exacerbate the plans. And where I see this going is full circle. We will see a mass exodus of landlords over the next couple of years as they take fright from the various measures that have come in. And rents will go through the roof because there's no supply. And then the government will need to find a way of supplying more accommodation to people. And given that the small landlord is a large part of the supply in the UK, the more that exodus the sector, that exit the sector, the bigger the problem becomes. And therefore, they will need to completely reverse policy and somehow incentivise landlords through tax incentives back into the market because they've disincentivised them now for too long. End of rant. Let's get into some headline news. The first one is in the mail. Problems rising for buy-to-let landlords. And this is an example of what's going on now before the Renters Reform Act. The Mail looks at the difficulties facing buy-to-let landlords with many struggling to evict tenants who can no longer afford rent. Figures from the Ministry of Justice show that landlord possession claims surged 160% between April and June 22, compared to the same period last year. The number of actual repossessions rose 210%, uh, partly, of course, due to the pandemic. Our friend and guest on the show, Paul Champlina, the founder of Advisory Service Landlord Action, said in 2023, we're going to see more repossession hearings than before the pandemic. There are going to be tenants falling into arrears and landlords struggling to afford their own mortgages. It's going to be a really tough year. Meanwhile, from 2025, it says all newly rented properties are also required to have an energy efficient efficient EPC rating of C or above. Well, that's true. But bear in mind, if you have existing tenants, that does last until 2028. So you do have much more time than that suggests. And I believe it's December 25. So in fact, it's 26, just to give you a little bit more. But I do think you will need to action that if you haven't already. Older homeowners are turning to increasingly turning to equity release. Now, this is the ability to release cash from your property uh, by taking out a loan, which you don't necessarily have to pay back. This is not financial advice and you should get advice from a specialist independent financial advisor. But a record number of families aged over 55 are accessing the equity in their homes to support their cash strapped families through the cost of living crisis. And I suspect this will be a massive trend over the next year. Uh, Next, we have mortgage lenders cutting the costs of fixed rate loans. And this is not massive. It sounds uh, as though we've got these big cuts coming up, but it is encouraging. Since Rishi's appointment, the mortgage rates have come down. They haven't come down massively But there is a cut in most five year fixed rates now. So let's hope that that stability continues. Um, Buy-to-let's now unaffordable for the majority. And this, again, is going to be a supply issue. Normally, so many people are buying buy-to-let properties over the course of the next year. But for many buy-to-let landlords, it's not now feasible in the UK because the rents aren't enough to make a yield for the landlords. What I think we'll find is, though, the next headline will take care of that over time. And that is from the Telegraph saying that rents are now rising faster than inflation in some UK areas. And the figures are incredible, actually. Uh, Figures have increased by at least 10.1 percent, with areas in the city of London surging by 24.8 percent. It's crazy. Um, 
And on from that, we've got another article saying that the university students are queuing overnight in Durham to secure a home for the next year amid claims of lack of housing and rising rents. Literally, they're camping outside of agencies to try and make sure they get the first choices of any available stock. It's crazy out there. And another one focusing on renters again, and this is about spare room. And Generation Rent has criticised them for an ad which they're putting on the tubes, which is encouraging homeowners to rent their spare rooms for £800, which is the average rent in london right now for a single room it's crazy isn't it 800 pounds for a single room but you know people have got to have somewhere to live and if they're not buying they're renting and if they're working in london what are the choices they're the only two choices house sellers are increasingly turning to selling privately now this is interesting and something we've seen a rising trend for as well and that is that people are deciding to off-market list their homes is something we do quite often and that is speak to buyers that we know are out there and looking in a certain price range to see whether they would be interested in a house that's not actually advertised on Rightmove, Zoopla or the major portals. Sometimes we advertise it discreetly just in our office through printed matter to relevant people and relevant people only and what that does keeping it off the big portals means it doesn't show that it's ever been available and that can keep it exclusive and mean that if it hits the price that helps the vendor sell and move to their next home, then it can be done. And if it doesn't, nobody ever knows. And it doesn't look to devalue that home by it being sat on the market for any period of time. It can be a strategy that works. Uh, mortgages. The Daily Telegraph says there's a rise in offset mortgages. Now, again, not financial advice, but if you don't know what an offset mortgage is, it's the ability to offset the cost of payment of that mortgage by depositing cash in it without repaying the loan. And the example would be if you've got a loan of 100000 and imagine you've got one account and that shows a debt of 100000 there's another account that runs alongside that that's linked to it. And if you were to put 100000 in the linked account, then your mortgage would be zero. If you were to put 50000 on, then you would only be charged with 50% of the interest rate due. And the advantage in this, of course, is that you could put cash in there, which you have it if you're a small uh personal business perhaps and you could leave that offsetting your mortgage payment so you're not paying interest on that loan until you need the cash and then pull it out and pay interest on the loan or alternatively you could use that cash to help out family members but you do need to be careful because of course the debt isn't going away you're only offsetting it while you have money there and once you pull that money out um you know there will be a dramatic upward shift nonetheless it's very very popular Yorkshire Building Society said the number of homeowners taking out its offset mortgages has tripled since the beginning of the year. While Family Building Society said monthly applications have quadrupled since September and October compared with the 2022 average. According to MoneyFacts, the average two year fixed offset deal charges 5.52%. Of course, they only charge money on the difference, and that's why people are finding those popular right now. So, apart from that, it's the end of October now. So we're coming to the end of the buying season for this year. And regardless of what's happening with interest rates, confidence and everything else, it does tend to be that less people are looking to sell and less people are looking to buy. Of course, we have the three Ds always there, death, debt and divorce. There will always be things selling and there will always be buyers out there, but there'll be much lower volumes and much lower numbers. And of course, with so many people owning their homes outright, it won't be the case that we'll suddenly see a massive supply dump of properties on the market. I do think we could see some buy-to-let supply coming onto the market, though, with people that are disillusioned with the buy-to-let market, particularly with the Renters Reform Act coming and people thinking that perhaps enough already, they're sitting on some equity and they will decide to cash that equity. But of course, the other side of the coin is if they've owned that property for any particular period of time, 
they will be finding that that asset is protecting them against the very inflation that's hitting everybody else right now because rent increases are outstripping inflation. And that's what tends to happen. And that's why in the long term, investment in housing tends to work. That's it for this week. Hope you have a good week. We'll be back with next week's edition and next week's edition will be a special one. And it will be just after the announcement of the Monetary Policy Committee's statement on the Bank of England and the move on interest rates, which is likely to be up. And we have a very special interview with DM Mortgages, and that will be on the 4th of November. And we'll be speaking to Nicola McKenzie uh, and podcasting and asking her what her opinion is on what's happened on that Monetary Policy Committee statement and what she can tell us about mortgages right now, what trends are and what's going on in the mortgage market and what advice she can give to you, our listeners. So thanks very much for listening. Hope you have a fantastic week and we'll be back same time next week with another edition. Until then, take care of yourselves and if you can, your family and friends. Ciao. Thank you so much for joining us on yet another edition of the Property Buyer and Sellers podcast. You can find out more at our website, jamesalexander.com. You can email me directly, ken at jamesalexander.com. We are estate agents and we can give you hints, tips, tricks and advice wherever you're buying, selling, moving to or from. Thanks to Ben Sounds for the intro and outro today and thanks to Jack Bowles for production. 